guys, welcome to today's table. This is Hope. I'm here with Jen, Lindsay, Samantha. Today we are talking about the Spirit. If you listened to our last two episodes, we talked about the Father and the Son, and today we are going to talk about the third person of the Trinity, the, the Spirit! Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get started, you guys, I can barely move. I don't know about you, Samantha, but we ran um, a 15K yesterday, and I thought... We don't I run 15Ks. I was no, like, good for you, guys. <laughs> Which is really like a little over nine miles, um, mm-hmm. but I woke up this morning, and I could barely move, so we'll see how this goes today. <laughs> I was kind of fine this morning when I woke up. My husband also ran with us yesterday, and this is the noise he made when he started to move this morning. <laughs> and, but as the day has progressed, it just, my legs are getting Same. more and more sore. Yes. Well, that makes me feel better. Yes. That's cool. I'm sore. I didn't run any, but I'm just, you know, like, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't run. Mm-hmm. So on that note, the spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so did y'all grow spirit up? Spirit, help. <laughs> on that note. That's it. Yeah, yeah. help. Uh, did y'all grow up talking about the spirit a lot at church? Nope. Mm-mm. Not at all, actually. I did some in yeah. my church, yeah. Yeah. We, I don't feel like we really did. We talked about God and we talked about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But as far as like distinguishing or, or um, descriptions or words for a trinity, especially the spirit, I don't, I could just be remembering wrong, but it didn't stand out to me that we did very much. So. Mm-hmm. Are there parts of it that um, you remember being really confusing before we really started learning about it or... Yes, yeah, since I'd never really talked about it, all mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that he is a he and not a what or... A spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a force. Like a person. But he's a person. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> just the essence of the word spirit makes me think not a person, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I've thought a lot about this. My brain goes in lots and lots of different directions all the time. Um, and at one point I was like, okay... You just said, so-and-so, that God is not a person, God is spirit. But then you just said that the spirit is a person. And what? English. What does that mean? I'm just getting confused. And so I literally Googled, what is the definition of a person? Okay, that's good. So what did it say? It said that a person is a being. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's another way. I don't know if there's some sort of imperfect way of translating the word person from Hebrew or whatever it was originally written in into English, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's confusing because it I identify it? the word person with physical. Right. right. Human, yeah. right? That's what we think yes. of this person is Tangible. human. But is the word person talking about God in the Bible ever? Dead silence. <laughs> Guys, we're figuring this out still. We don't know. Well, because I know that's how we're <laughs> distinguishing their roles and talking about person because... But yeah, why do we use the word person instead of being? I don't know. It's not three different beings. No, yeah. they say, they, we, we're very clear to say there are three distinct persons, persons one, one essence. essence. And I know that part of it is like our language can only limitedly define God mm-hmm. because God yes. is infinite and our language is limited. So I know that that is part of it, but mm-hmm. how can we come to terms with the idea that God is spirit? He's a spiritual being, Elohim, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. But also... Three it's persons. not three spirits, right? Right. It's three persons. Why do we use that word person? Is it, we just can't think of a better word for it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, good question, guys. There it you is go. a good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to leave that with y'all. Yes. Um, but if there are three, 
person's? Mm-hmm. What is this person's yeah. role? This spirit mm-hmm. is a person, mm-hmm. not just um, a, a who, not a what. A who, not, I like that. Mm-hmm. A who, not a what. And just mm-hmm. as important as the others. Yes. Father mm-hmm. and son. Yes. Okay, so then what is the role of this who, this spirit? Well, he shows up in the beginning. Ah, when God created heavens and the earth? Yes, the spirit breathed life. Yeah. In the beginning. So, so. verse 2, mm-hmm. chapter mm-hmm. Genesis 1, 2. Mm-hmm. He already shows up in the beginning of the Bible, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Says, what does it say, Jen? Yeah, it says, um, and the spirit of God was hovering over the face there of the is. waters. Mm-hmm. There he is. Mm-hmm. And then he, that word spirit, I did learn a little bit of this from a little Bible project mm-hmm. podcast. They talk about Hebrew. So the word for spirit is ruach. Yes. I'm probably <laughs> mispronouncing that, but I know there's phlegm in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the word for spirit, but also like breath and wind. Like yes. It's the same word. And mm-hmm. so when it talks about in Genesis 2 um, about God... Uh, breathing life into man, that's the word ruach. And yeah. so that's the spirit of God. That's, so the spirit also is the one that is breathing life mm-hmm. from the source of the Father through the Son into us uh, by the power of the Spirit, by the breath of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And again, every act in the Bible is Trinitarian. From the Father, yeah. through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So then if the Spirit is... Everything is by the power of the Spirit. So then through the whole Bible, like, how do we see the Spirit acting? Or, like, what's his role or what's... Well, one of his roles is writing it. So <laughs> The Scripture? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, can True. we talk about that? Yeah. yeah. What would you say about that? I would say that it was duly written, it, but, that it was written through humans by the power of the Spirit. So it was the Spirit's words using humans' as the vehicle to get it onto paper. So they co-authored, essentially, yeah, was, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think so. So that's why the Bible has authority. Yes, because mm-hmm. of the Spirit, not because of the Not because authors. of humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But because of the Spirit, we can trust it, and that in God's omniscience and all-powerfulness, mm-hmm. that he was able to <laughs> keep it true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's inerrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we can talk more about that too. That's that'll be a good episode. Yeah. Inerrancy of scripture. Uh, so the spirit is the one that inspired scripture. Is that how we say it? Yeah, yeah. It is how we say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and illuminates. So. I think that's illuminates. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not only did he write scripture, he also illuminates it to us and reveals what God's saying about Himself um, by teaching us. He's the only one that can teach us what it actually says. And so I guess the spirit is always pointing to Christ in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. How would we summarize why we care about learning about the spirit? Like, why are we even talking about this? Well, if the spirit is always pointing to the sun. So the spirit, his, one of his, his, he, human mm-hmm. person, not human, <laughs> him. Person. Person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of his roles is, his main role is to always point to the sun. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that, he is pointing us to the sun. And so we are um, getting to enjoy what the father enjoys the most as well, which is the sun, which is mm-hmm. Christ. The only reason why the four of us are sitting in this room is because we all believe in the triune God. Right. Yes. And how we were able to come to that yes. belief was through our eyes being opened by the spirit yeah. pointing us to the sun. Mm-hmm. And that's how we became believers. Yeah. Yes. Total reliance on the spirit to yeah. reveal that to us, open our eyes to it, and then give us the faith to believe it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. he's the sealer of salvation. He is. And so that is 
like the first step. He sealed our salvation. He is the one who enacted that salvation. But then he doesn't leave us to our own devices. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give you salvation and then move on. And I hang on to hang on to that all the time because I have so many things in my life that don't make sense right now. If I have the spirit, why do I act this way? Yeah. Why do I do this thing? Amen to that. He yeah. will not abandon you until he has completed the work he began in you. And so he stays with you and helps your life blossom and grow and mm-hmm. bring fruit. And He's the author and perfecter. Yes, exactly. Wait, Jesus is the author and perfecter. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and I just said yes to that. <laughs> but every divine action... It's Trinitarian. It's true. So, kind of. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so how has the Spirit been with us throughout the Bible? Started. First, the Spirit's with us in the garden Mm -hmm. uh, with Adam and Eve. They were freely enjoying the Lord in the garden. There was nothing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. God was with them. They had full communion with the Lord. But then, because of sin, they were exiled out of the garden. And so, God... It said from that point that he would find a way to reconcile that and to bring them back together into communion. And so once he creates his people through Abraham, then he starts to make a way for them to be in his presence again. Yes. And that is through the temple, temple the tabernacle, mm-hmm. um, where his presence is in the Holy of Holies. I get confused with those two words. Yeah. Do we inter- I know we don't interchangeably use temple, tabernacle, but I don't know when to use which word. Tabernacle is tent. Mm-hmm. It's the name of the tent. So that's when they're mobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and they don't have a temple until Solomon builds a temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's stationary. That's, that's helpful. good. That's really helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that, does anybody else have that? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to put it up. Cool. Absolutely. The best is when you have a question and someone else is brave enough to say, yeah, I didn't know that one either. So that you're not totally vulnerable all by yourself. I got yourself. you. Thank I got you. you. I got you. Yes. So um, after, well, God left the temple. Right, so <laughs> that's so sad. It was sad <laughs> because of the people were devastated. Yeah, yeah. they, uh, the people of God, um, Israel, were exiled again from what they had come to, the promised land, and so God's presence left the temple when they left the land. After that, the presence of God, God's Spirit, was with us in the person of Jesus Christ, and so I like to think about it this way because you can see, like, we were. with him in the garden as mankind. And we got exiled. But through the story of the Bible, he's um, continuing to get closer and closer to us because it was first the garden, then the temple, then in the person of Jesus Christ. And then Jesus said, I have to leave in order for my presence to be with all of you without me being in your physical presence, basically. Yeah. Right. He said Mm -hmm. it was better that he would leave and the spirit Mm -hmm. come. Yes. And so now he is with us. Dwelling within us. Dwelling within us in Mm -hmm. his people. So you can't get closer than that until heaven comes down here and we're physically with him again. Mm, I Mm want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. So the spirit is now not just around us or near us, but within us Mm -hmm. because um, Jesus has sent him to us to seal our salvation and to be the one. And I think what's cool about that um, idea that he seals our salvation is just that I am not the one that is having to hold on to this. Like yes. it's not my power that is keeping me saved. It is mm-hmm. not my grit or mm-hmm. um, effort. It is only by the power of the spirit that I have confidence in my salvation. Um, he will never fail you nor forsake you. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. And it's his power that holds me, not my own. Yeah. 
Completely dependent on him. Yes. Amen. So it's the spirit who gives us new life for salvation. Um, the old has gone. The, the new has, has come. come. How does he give us life? Word of life. Sorry, I think of that song by Jeremy <laughs> Camp. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not putting Jeremy Camp in there. Yes, scripture. You don't like Jeremy Camp? I know I don't like Jeremy Camp. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Personal preference. That song is really good, though. I'm just saying. Anyway, he gives us the scripture. Which is mm-hmm. Yeah, we can talk about that more later, Lindsay. Love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he's sanctifying us mm-hmm. every day. How's um, he doing that? He's helping us put to death our sins and just refining us um, constantly. Um, but like we talked about, like we still struggle daily, mm-hmm. um, but we still have the spirit within us. And um, I think that's also good. Do you guys ever find yourselves like struggling to even rely on the spirit or mm-hmm. maybe make more space for the spirit. Yes. Yeah. When you talk about this, I just think of Adam and Eve taking their eyes off of God and onto themselves through the lies of Satan mm. and through Christ and through the spirit, we have been given away. He, he the spirit illuminates the word to get our eyes back onto Christ, Christ. off mm-hmm. of ourselves. And that's how we, become more like him and shine like him is giving us the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all attest to the fact that we don't want to be left to our own devices. No, no. we are destructive. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just so hard though, to think that the spirit lives in me and that the spirit is making new life in me and sanctifying me when I am constantly feeling a different pull. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So my question is, why do I keep disobeying? <laughs> why do I keep if saying, I have the spirit in me? Mm-hmm. I think you know, Paul that asked that. Why do I keep do, doing yeah. what I don't want to do and, and I, I don't, don't do, do what, what I, I do want to do? do. Yeah. yeah. And that is like so encouraging to it read really that is. because mm-hmm. that is day to day. Yes. What mm-hmm. happens like with my thoughts and my actions and intentions and it it's just really hard sometimes for me to reconcile like. I do have the spirit in me. It just doesn't feel like it right now. But mm-hmm. I guess that goes back to what we were saying about just our different um, lenses that we mm-hmm. have, like our different false stories, actually. Yeah. Um, that like if it's not necessarily how I feel or what logically makes sense, like mm-hmm. it's really hard to think that I have two spirits within me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what the Bible says. And so yes. I just need to trust that and mm-hmm. look. And that's what you're saying. Like look to the scripture and trust that the spirit will illuminate that. And teach us. We have to be in the word. Mm -hmm. That is what he has given us to know him more, to have more minds like him. Mm -hmm. We, we have to do it. And sometimes it's hard, um, because we're tired and we're having trouble getting our brains to focus or whatnot. Um, but that is an absolute must. We have to be in the word. And to think about that, we have, you said minds like him, like we have the mind of Christ and they just, I have the mind of Christ. Like, mm-hmm. what on earth? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't feel like I understand that. But I, that, that's the power of yeah. the Spirit that we can understand the mind of Christ because mm-hmm. who, I mean, that's what the whole chapter is about, is about who can know the mind of a person than the Spirit of that person. And so who can know the mind of Christ but the Spirit of Christ? And so we have that Spirit. I think it's Second Corinthians. We do, but I was going to First Corinthians oh. 2. First, oh, that's, I what, that's gonna, what I meant. Yeah, First oh, Corinthians 2. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians 2. Yeah. Anyway, go back and read that chapter to read more about how the spirit works. It's a good chapter. First Corinthians 2. It is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So how do we share the gospel with um, what we've talked about today in relation to the spirit? I think there's freedom to share just even with our salvation. We're not, it's not dependent on us. So yes. therefore we don't have to bear the burden of 
forcing people to believe mm-hmm. we just get to share freely and let the the Lord do yeah. what he's going to do. I try to always have, I try to be in the habit when I start speaking with somebody, especially an unbeliever about God, that I am in the background of saying a prayer, like, please help me to speak about you clearly today and use whatever I'm saying to grow your kingdom mm-hmm. with whatever. I'm not a very, by nature, I'm not an articulate person. As soon as I start talking about something, I get kind of jumbled up sometimes. Mm-hmm. You may figure that out already. But, and so I need the spirit to. <laughs> yeah. Well, it takes the pressure off yeah, too, yes. because it's not on mm-hmm. you. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think it pushes against our false stories too, mm-hmm. of just like, uh, I don't feel like I'm doing well in this, or I don't have a rational argument to go mm-hmm. against all these questions you have. Like, I think that's my biggest pull is like, I feel like I need to know all the answers before I can explain this to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trusting that it, I could have the most convincing argument out there, but if the spirit does not illuminate them yes. to understand what his word is saying, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And I can jumble about and fumble my words and probably say wrong things even. And the spirit can still work and illuminate hearts and give faith. So it's unreliant on me as far as my perfection. Mm -hmm. It's totally reliant on the power of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So, um, sometimes in our, in these episodes, we try and give tips for how to pursue the Lord more or better. And so, um, in regards to the spirit, we can practice relying on him more. And just think about that more as you have your conversations, just in the background, be always asking the spirit for wisdom on what to say, how to say whatever it is that he's asking you to say in that, at that moment to that person. So, and thinking of the spirit as a person, person. Mm-hmm. a yeah. who, a who, not a what, a who, mm-hmm. not a what. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And if you want a D dive that'll take you a little while to read still maybe only a third way through and it's mm-hmm. been a long, long time year two mm-hmm. um there is a great book um by john owen called the Com- uh, communion with the triune god and he goes into incredible detail and depth on trinity um he is a not contemporary mm-hmm. <laughs> by any means of the imagination but i think that Um, Something that we've been encouraged to do um, and we encourage each other to do is to read um, not just authors that are current, but authors of old that kind of keep us um, balanced with our culture and the lenses we have here and just to see um, and be encouraged by truths that have been true since Christ came, like in the Mm -hmm. beginning. Um, One note on communion with the training guide. There's a lot of versions of it out. So if you go on Amazon and look for that book, you are very likely to buy the wrong or buy one that you're not going to be able to understand whatsoever. There's been newer versions written yeah. with more understandable language. We'll link a good one. In we'll the put show it notes. in the show notes. Yep. We'll yes. link, we'll link the one that's been helpful for us. <laughs> yes. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. We're good. That is all. Yeah. All right. Well, keep on the combos. We will see you soon with more. Bye guys. We'll be talking about prayer next. Bye. Bye. Bye.